Okay, it's part two, and early this morning I I did the part one, and I talked about how my son's life was feeling like he, everything was just going to be destroyed, and he wouldn't be able to pay anything, and God came in and said differently. So... with God there begins to paint a picture in your life both outwardly and inwardly of God's word and practice And there's encouragement, life-sustaining, and restoring love that comes. And it's beyond our ability to sometimes understand, because we are just so physical. And we have this physical nature and we live in this physical world and everything around us revolves in such a different way. And so when you don't know Christ, you just like, well, it's really messed up now. But, you know, that's the dominion of darkness it just uh, plays havoc now the wicked the wicked think they're they're just fine you know they're playing a different game they think they're a good thing. Oppression, suppression, you name it, you know. But they really don't know the real truth. So this whole scenario is working out. It's working out its process. So we're within it. So what's our process? Well, God's been showing what our process is. And a lot of times we're bewildered and disappointed and what was it all for? Wasted my time. You know, because things don't work out 
the way that we might like it to work out, or it's not in what we foresee, but it's not about that. As I spoke many, many podcasts before, I wanted to have a nice relationship with my dad. I wanted to be close. I wanted to experience what other people were getting as they were growing up. And it wasn't happening. <laughs> um, not that I, you know, didn't want it. I did, but he wasn't reciprocating. You know what? You can't make somebody do anything. And what I learned this weekend, um, since that process was exampled you know I don't get that close relationship with my brother so even though I would have liked it it's it's just passe cordial how you doing you know which is alright. That's if that's where he wants to center it, it's okay. And I'm and I'm not saying that he never helped me in my life. He did. But you see, my dad helped me whenever I needed help. I mean he wasn't passe in that. And I think a lot of that had to do with my mother, but my brother helped in my life, so. And that's very, you know, appreciative in my part because that's the way my family envisioned or saw love. We weren't outwardly very emotional or lovey-dovey in that respect. But those patterns pass down. Unless you wish to change them or God shows you to change them or you, you know, have... desire to have something different. So that all comes around choice. And we live in a country that's always had choice. And now that is being suppressed and 
this is a big problem. <laughs> this is a big problem. Everybody has different opinions. Everybody thinks in a different way. Everybody believes you should have choice. And some don't. So, it becomes a very difficult scenario being played out. So, we're on this process of painting a picture of God's Word in practice. And he helps you paint it. So the car got fixed and the bills got paid and everything's okay right at this point. But my son's going into a phase now with chemo that they could see some drop in T cells. It's about halfway full halfway through. And it it saps your energy. And it messes with all kinds of things, your moods, everything. I mean your body's in a struggle. It's fighting. And then our life around us is fighting. So it's... Seems like it's a never-ending thing for him. Chaos in every aspect. So my visit went well. There was no struggle in it, nothing. But we're still dealing with opinions. And things that people say that have mixed motives. And one wondering how to get it through it all. I mean, I have a couple of friends that have totally different views on what should be done. That don't line up necessarily with how other people think. So I definitely see division. I definitely see a separating among the Christians. But this is what God you know is allowing 
for because it's part of his process. It's part of this whole process to get to the end. He's going to separate the tares. What he does not want in his church is he said he would build the church upon the rock. And somehow that got distorted and out of line for many, many years. And there's processes in the church that are all divided and mixed up and not of him. So then you'll have difference in opinions of that because <laughs> they don't see that possibly they haven't had the word presented the right way. But everybody's supposed to go ahead and seek and desire for themselves and not just take anybody's word for it. So a false prophet could be anyone that wants to tell you something and you just take it verbatim. There are a lot of twisted teachings, you know, and some of it comes from mistranslation because the Hebrew is a very expansive word. It has many different meanings. So when you're trying to put it into Latin and Greek where they're very rigid, you know, sometimes that doesn't work. So I found a couple of other things. And one suggestion was to do word studies, not just go to a commentary, because a lot of commentaries have opinions. Um, but to do actual word studies from the Hebrew root of the word, because then you'll start to see how many different aspects are to that one word and it'll have a, a bigger picture so I thought that was a good ex explanation of what to put forth to understanding the word and of course there's a lot of prophetic things to the word and and this is how the word becomes alive because it's ever changing in in the aspect of the times and seasons so it may mean something in one season and God will show you but then he'll bring out the expansive aspect in another so right now we know that the word is being revealed in a different in a different way. Secrets and mysteries are coming forth from it that hadn't been seen before. But he said, seal up these things until the time of the end in Daniel. So he's not hiding anything from us. He just knows that there's certain things that need to come out at certain times. 
And that's why it's alive and active. It's a living word. It's not a, not something that's been written and dead. So the word that came out of Ezekiel 34 and Jeremiah 23 about the motives of the heart and the separation and dividing that's all begun so one of my processes this weekend when I started to have <clears throat> excuse me things not ring in my ear properly I then began to pull back, not engage. I kept quiet. I continued in prayer. I even repented of any fleshly thought or action. And I decreed Psalm 64. Because right now, arrows are being shot at the populace. And so that decree is decreeing God will shoot those arrows back suddenly. So another interesting aspect came in the whole mix. My son got a ticket when he had gone to this convention. And of course it probably was a speed trap. It was right near where a lot of people would be coming from different places, weren't from the area. And, um, you know, he got caught in it. So... I'm not saying he wasn't speeding, but, you know, it's just kind of interesting how it all played out. So he didn't even know how that was going to get paid, you know. He couldn't go back to, to fight it. It's too far away. So how he was going to put that all into his financial budget, which is very tight. Um, he, he didn't see, you know, how that would be able to. So another person stepped up and was paid and that was not it was probably soon after the first one so miraculous things are happening So, 
be aware that difficulties can come up in the midst of blessings because the enemy wants to throw you off from getting those blessings <laughs> and make it difficult. But remember I said God is watching over his word to perform it. So there's protection. If you stay out of that flesh, I found out another factor this weekend that I hadn't hadn't even realized. My son with the chemo, it builds in your system. So it'll seep out of your skin. Because it's permeating your body to, to get rid of bad cells that are in there. So your whole system's thrown off because of that. So as it seeps out, you know, of your skin, you have to be aware that animals can be affected by it. And I had not even thought of that. But they lick your skin, they they rub up against you, they, you know, they're vulnerable. So I suddenly realized why I wasn't to have a dog right now after losing the one I had. And that's why I wasn't to replace another animal right now. So this weekend, I, I really gained understanding in many things. Because there's a lot of mixed behaviors and attitudes that are difficult for all of us. And it all presents around us as disorder. And we don't like disorder. It's uncomfortable. God uses disorder to bring you back in order. Order with Him. When you line up with him, and those distractions and those disappointments, those things that tear you off center, they can't grab hold of you. 
So my trust and obedience is to the Lord and His value system in everything. And resolutions come. You see, God knows that it's too much pressure for our ability to stand in our own strength. We can't hold all of it. So God says, give it over to me. He provides the strength. And a lot of people right now are trying to do it in their own strength. And then you have the overthrow of the emotions. And then Satan has a heyday. <laughs> Just... He's rejoicing in all his minions that are with him. But... Just love to destroy things. And that's what the wickedness is. It's against God. Always has been. So we're there. And when I sat one night, just being at peace, thunder began to roll above and there was no rain, there was just rolling thunder and it was passing by and it was very powerful and I just felt like that is God's sign that <laughs> he is who he is. And it was 9.17 when it was occurring. I believe it was Saturday night. So in the Hebrew, prophetic meaning of the numbers, 9 is finality and 17 is victory. So that was just another little added bonus that, that came Which could have been a very distressful weekend, but it didn't turn out that way. It didn't turn out that way. So in summary, I was getting messages, do more because I did more for you. Other opinions. It just kept building. Motives of the heart. 
And it was all meant to make me feel bad. Make me feel torn up. I don't know how he's going to work out things, but I know that he has his way. And it's usually better than anything I could think of. So watch out for those surprising things that may leave you not comprehending right away. So look at the motives. And often, if it's not of God, it will try to hit you and throw you off center. So guard your hearts because things are happening. Real truth sets you free for the resolution. So right now we're being told that everything is their truth and they're trying to push it. say that it's <clears throat> it's the right thing so people can get caught up in that especially when things haven't been taught in the correct way but we have an unconstitutional aspect happening and lawlessness in it that is beyond our comprehension in the natural. And we do not have to obey that. Jesus Christ is who we obey. Our highest moral source. And we gave our life to him. He is the authority over anything of man that is not in his truth. That's the right teaching of Romans 13, I believe. It's not follow and do. When it's not right. When it is not within God's justice when it's not within God's moral compass when it's tyrannical when choices are taken away 
and I have friends that have different views on it. Still believing in Christ, but this is what's happening. The tares are being taken out. They're being removed. And it's very difficult to see and experience, but God knows what he's doing. So life is complicated, but God's Spirit was given to help us. We need His bubble around us. And as, as I said, when we have the truth in us, His Word, we get to know that what's around us is truth or not. It reveals. Remember the first flood killed all the people that weren't listening. This is a different kind of flood. There's one aspect I briefly want to bring up that was brought forth this weekend is that a lot of Christians will work off of what they call a moralism aspect and sometimes that will give people the gratification that they need and I have heard it's morally right to follow what is being told to you so you can kind of then place where they're at because it gives them a good feeling when they work off of that aspect they might not get good responses but it makes them feel good and what do we all want? We want to all feel good. So their compass 
is on a different level with with being morally interjecting how our behavior or choices choices should be and sometimes people will get in your face with it but you have to see that that makes them feel good so that's just another aspect or side note that there's different aspects that people take on giving the word is it presented in love is it accepting another person for where they're at Jesus does he accepts you wherever you're at does he get in your face with commandments or this or that no tolerance i think he has the greatest tolerance because if you're in that you're not being tolerant but you're telling the other people they're not being tolerant so the whole aspect opposes each other because neither one of you are being tolerant and it's just amazing to me when i when i see all this um it's like whoa and of course if it plays off of anything that has been in your life to feel rejected then boy it just it soars because i know in culture in societies everybody wants to be heard especially in ours because we've had that freedom we have the freedom to disagree and be civil but things aren't getting to be civil it's it's explosive so this is part of the human factor because of the pressure and somehow i even think that they're wanting this they're wanting it they want it to go awry i know the enemy does darkness does wickedness does because then they can have control and then they can start to implement what they want 
So I'm going to quit now and there's going to be another part because I still have something more. A lot happened this weekend. It was very, very full and need to break it down. So hope you think of all this and and realize there's a higher and bigger thing happening than what you actually are seeing or comprehending or anything. It's it's bigger than that. And both sides. With the good and the evil. And that's where we need to center ourselves. With the one who knows the real truth. God bless.